Hey everybody, you're listening to the How to Have Threesomes podcast. I'm Key. And I'm Lily. We've been together for seven years in a relationship style we call monogamish. This podcast is going to give you everything you need to build a stronger relationship with your partner, create healthy boundaries, and communicate honestly. We're going to help you have fun, safe, sexy adventures and have the best threesomes of your life. Ready? Here we go. You. Hey guys, the episode you're about to hear needed to be re-edited. All the guests and stories you love so much are still the same. We just needed to bleep out a few things for privacy. Before we jump into the episode today, we wanted to tell you that the How to Have Threesomes video course is now open for enrollment. We have spent years working on this project and are so, so excited to share it with you. In this course, we teach you all of our secrets for finding your ideal unicorn, from navigating dating apps and play parties to forming connections with friends and with professionals. Regardless of your experience level, this video course is full of actionable tips, tricks, and worksheets, like the needs list, kinky questionnaire, and what makes a high-converting Tinder bio. We show you how to express your deepest desires without destroying a relationship, plus how to maintain excitement with your partner. If you want to have the best threesomes of your life, this is the video course for you. We are now also offering coaching for people who want that individual attention. Some of the best money we ever spent was on a professional to help guide us through our challenging times. And not every therapist is trained to navigate non-monogamy, so if you and your partner want some extra support in these tricky situations, we're here for you guys. Another thing that we're offering is a sexy getaway. Come and spend a week with us on a tropical island. We're going to take you on some amazing experiences like hiking waterfalls, partner acro, fire dancing, and some crazy party nights. We've also teamed up with experts to bring you workshops in Tantra, Shibari, trust building, and pickup. Plus, personalized photo shoots to show off the best version of yourself online. By the end of the retreat, you'll be more confident, have a better connection with your partner, and a deeper understanding of your desires. This retreat will be a bunch of wild and sexy times, and we're stoked to bring you guys out here. We're offering the video course and the coaching on teachable.com. If you want more details about the couples retreat, we have a form you can fill out. All the links will be available in the show notes or on the How to Have Threesomes Instagram. You guys are also welcome to reach out to us directly for coaching or anything else you might need. And now, back to the episode. This is the How to Have Threesomes podcast. I'm and I'm And today we're going to talk about the Burning Man Orgy Dome. And why it might not be as sexy as you'd hope. We were at Burning Man and we knew that we had to go into the Burning Man Orgy Dome. Or at least I felt like I had to. Like yeah, this was, not, this was not something that um, I ever would have done without or will ever be doing again. So we went into the Burning Man Orgy Dome and out on the playa, everyone is super sexy, but in the Burning Man Orgy Dome... It's everyone's parents. It is... There's a lot of older people. Yeah, everyone out on the playa, when you look around, it's like young, hot girls like in their 20s and then you walk inside the Orgy Dome and it was like, you know, older women in their 50s and their husbands having gangbangs on the floor and everyone just turned and looked at me and and I was like, oh hell no. Yeah. Oh no, I am out of here so, so fast. Well, <laughs> they have like a waiting room, and in the waiting room you can do everything except for have sex. I think you could maybe give head or something. No, like, no, you're meant no. to only be able to like talk and make out with people. Okay, you're me- you're so, meant to go around and meet people there, it's but it's just so time. awkward. We were just like hiding in the corner, wearing a parka, like trying not to make eye contact but with people. It wasn't just us, everyone was kind of hiding in the corner. No one was going around socializing. But there was in the waiting room a couple of people that were pretty hot and we're like oh maybe but again that's like you're doing a trade it's like a partner a couple it's not like a threesome situation it's more of like a swinger or it's not like a threesome you're not going to find like a girl by herself to get into the orgy dome people have to come in with a partner so there's never going to be a single girl or a single guy um which again doesn't work for our situation because we're not looking for a foursome (laughs) we got in there and the first thing we did was they have like a private room 
where you just do your thing and there's other people like having sex next to you and that was like well, private room is a strong word it's a it's a room where people don't approach you but you're in this long space with like 15 other mattresses on the floor so there are people having sex all around you and they can see you and you can see them it's not private but they're not going to approach you and you don't approach them. And I have to say that that was kind of an interesting experience. Like, I think that could have been cool. Like, it was kind of, like, interesting to have sex around other people because that's not something we've ever done. The only thing was is that I was getting really worried because in going into the orgy dome, I had to be okay with sleeping with another dude. And that was very confused about what I was hoping to get out of it, which was nothing. We were not in there for me. I, I think... Given we were not sober, which again is not something I would recommend because boundaries were uh, getting sloppy, but thought I was actually interested in sleeping with another guy, so he started getting very jealous and self-conscious and getting all worked up over something that I had zero interest in doing at all, and I just felt so awkward in being there that I couldn't get into the mood even with him, which then made him even uncomfortable. It was, it was a bad downward spiral for about 15 minutes until we left. <laughs> just started laughing and we couldn't you know we weren't able to really make anything happen I was like trying really hard to to stay on my game but it was it was hard because in going into the orgy dome I kind of understood the rules I was like all right if if we meet a couple or something I have to be okay with this happening and actually it's funny because the night before we had two other girls want to go into the orgy dome with us we had like a foursome ready but then didn't like one of the girls and it didn't end up happening but I think I would have been more okay in that situation because I would have had other people to distract me. Anyway, but so we started in the private room with the view to the open rooms and we ended up going into the open room. Only like one dude approached us and it was just kind of awkward. We had to be like, no, and then we just peaced out. So in summary, the orgy dome can be a lot of fun, but make sure you know what you're getting into and discuss all of your boundaries and what your expectations are with your partner ahead of time. For me, it was a little bit overwhelming, but for other people, it might be a lot of fun. If you want to hear more from us, you can check us out on Instagram at how to have threesomes. And if you want to hear more stories, more life lessons, if you want to get really deep into this and understand what it's like, really feel our pain and our suffering <laughs> and our mistakes and also our good times, then check out our book on Amazon. It's called How to Have Threesomes and it's available as an ebook, print. Have a good night. See you guys next time.